podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kuda. I'm Evgeny Donskoy. I'm Henry Larson. I'm Peter Turepko and you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. Here we are, another day and another, well, part of the saga unravels. This one, obviously, we're talking about the Novak Djokovic deportation saga over in Australia and some new facts that are coming to light. Um, Obviously, we're hearing from some of his lawyers involved in this and there's a sort of timeline around all of the facts at the moment that we're trying to just go through step by step just to see what actually happened here because there i mean i can sort of tell you some of the key dates now that yep. that we know and uh I, i'm sure you can see on the thumbnail i've i've listed some of them there are some other ones as well um where did you want to get started jg yeah uh, i think we'll just get started in the fact that apologies we're so late with this one i know we've been doing Sorry. usually a Djokovic update straight after we do our watch along uh, the Rafa match sort of went over a little bit and we had other commitments, but we're going to be covering it now. There has been more things always coming out. The big thing is, uh, as we know, Djokovic tested positive for coronavirus in December and apparently he had a positive COVID uh, result on the 16th of December, confirmed by his lawyers uh, and was done for a PCR test through Serbian doctors, which we believe to be completely genuine and um, the real deal, which begs the question, let's be honest, what was he doing after that? Strolling around, maskless, um, at different events. He went to the Novak Djokovic Foundation. Yes. He was uh, pictured. What was it? Do you have all the stats? Maybe we'll bring it up. Well, he w- he went to the go. Novak Djokovic. Yeah, well, this one is just saying where he... He probably caught it on the 14th of December, which is the yeah, first right, yeah. initial point here which was uh, he was posing maskless uh in a basketball match in serbia with nigel hayes davis who did end up testing positive two days after that novak Djokovic did have a positive covid test like a pcr test did confirm him positive the day after that though this i mean for me it's i'm i'm a bit shocked um when you sent me the the stuff i mean i'd seen a few articles coming around in support saying well he's sort of he he's proven that he did have it and and this type of thing but i don't know how this excuses he's had a positive test that he has the knowledge of yet he has gone uh and he's gone to a visit like a like an award ceremony where he's received an award and he has been giving awards to many many like about 20 25 maybe 30 more children at this event there's no masks anything like that i'm i'm i was a bit shocked to be honest that that had happened after hearing the knowledge that he had tested positive uh, on the 16th and it just throws a lot of questions out there right now because which one is 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 the correct thing now? Because we're going to have people attacking him for that. Because you're going out, you're either going out with the knowledge 
that you're you're already positive and you're going out and you're potentially spreading the virus with other people like children who have families blah 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 all the other it's stuff so that's a disgrace and it's, it's, it's extremely terrible. selfish the one thing we can't really say that as fact not because fact. we don't not know fact. no we because don't it's a bit difficult with the crossover and the date we've got jamie here saying it is possible novak could have gone out in public uh, to con- contract COVID knowing he'd recover from it and that would give him the exemption required for an Australian Open. That is ridiculous and ludicrous if that's the case. But there's also the possibility he went out not knowing he had it. The question I've got, though, why would he test for... Why would he initially feel the need to have a test? Mate, he must have been showing some kind of symptoms or have the inclination that some he needed or, to have a test. The other, well, the other guy, he, he was positive. And I think that was the reason for the you, taking you the test. You think that's the reason he took the test? I and then think he come so. back positive. Yeah. And then, well, if, if he received the results straight away, I know sometimes it can take up to 48 hours, which would kind of clear him. It's just What's not the... good optics right now. He's stranded no. in Australia. The latest is we're waiting for the court hearing, which we will be covering, by the way, live yeah. on Game to Love. So make sure to join us for that one. It's going to be tomorrow evening in the UK, about 11, 11 p.m. our time in the evening. Um, so that's the bit. That's, that's when we're going to really find out what's going on. Uh, the big thing what could happen, though, is he could still play the Australian Open. Let's be honest. Yeah. There's a lot of people saying he could still be there. If he is to sort of win his case, um, I don't think he necessarily has to win his case, though, does he? I know you were saying it could get. Um, I, I don't know. The, I don't know the exact. Yeah, I don't know the exact terms. I know that it it could be delayed. Let's say uh, I was listening. Uh, thanks to Advanced Gene sending over some stuff in the Discord. Uh, yep. There was an Australian lawyer that was on radio and just sort of giving his take on the legal system in Australia, and he said. Do you think anything uh, of any magnitude ever gets done quickly? Uh, he said that he was, and I know this is a little bit of a cop out, 51% sure that it wouldn't be done. I was like, that's a, so he's, he's, he's sure, but he's, there's still room for a little bit of wiggle room, I think, in this. And I think he thinks that it is going to be just delayed. They're going to allow Djokovic in and whilst it's going on in the background. And then he said these things normally get settled out of court. So there'll be something that it'll just, they'll just come to a settlement uh, eventually. Yeah. Vanchez got the bigger words to explain it because we're a bit stupid. That's it. <laughs> uh, the case can be delayed for months and he can be granted interlocutory injunction. That's the one I was thinking, but it didn't, Inter- for some reason didn't spring yeah. to my mind straight away. Interlocutory <laughs> injunction. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I I read it this morning, but it was 8 a.m. and I'd forgotten the I'm, word. I'm lucky. Already. I'm glad we're not a legal <laughs> podcast. I'm telling yeah, you that. Exactly. I, I prefer. I much prefer commentating on the tennis, but we're not going to be able to do that for a while because this is dominating. And yeah, I don't know if you want to go on to what Ben Rothenberg said on his yes. story. Well, look, this is exactly we had uh, Andrea, uh, Andrea Lynn, I think, in the live chat pointing out the same thing. So sorry I didn't bring that up earlier, but we were uh, mid flow. Uh, it is covering the same thing that you did say, though, that the, the actual deadline for the exemption was the 10th. Well, so if you click on this up uh, this thread, we can actually see that it's all visible. This one? Show this thread. I'm not good on this Twitter sphere. You know what I'm like. Okay, and then you can scroll down. So we can go through all of this. So keep going down. And there's a whole thread on this thing. So if you keep going. Okay. This is him where he was obviously. Yes, uh, that was it. Postage stamp. He was the one who posted that. 
as well. Yeah, he posted, posted it. It's it. <laughs> it like I don't think he's that stupid somehow. Do you know what I mean? It seems that Djokovic is a smart man. There's a yeah, lot of things very. I don't agree with him, but he's an extremely smart person. I don't think he's going to be stupid enough to go for an exemption, considering he's got po- uh, positive things. So the, the, the spotlight's always going to be on, on him. Once he's got that exemption, everyone's going to be talking about how did he get an exemption, blah de blah de blah so it was always going to come out, I feel, eventually. The exemption was based on the fact that he got a positive COVID test. And then people are going to start putting the things, uh, the, 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 the puzzle together, thinking, oh, so when did he have this positive COVID test? So it was always going to sort of come back to this, regardless of whether he got let in or not, I feel. Everyone was going to want to know yeah. whether or not he would never have told anyone. It just would have been hushed away. Maybe that was a possibility. But I still think it's a bit naive and stupid to be posting after you've then got a positive COVID test, which makes me think maybe he didn't know. And it was the 48 hours. Who did know then? Because somebody knew that he was positive. for Was it they just said, oh, do you mind just taking this test? And then he just walked off and then they just held it and just kept it secret from him for, for the next. No, but it takes a while for the results to come back, doesn't it? Well, is was I well? I guess you're right. Yeah. So if it was like a real good official test yeah. that he's been taking, yes, he's probably going to have to wait for some time. But would you not wait for the result before going somewhere? I don't know. Exactly. It's irresponsible as well because it, he must have. I think he had some inclination that he probably was positive. Still went out. Not a good look. Let's keep moving down because it's not the bit we want to focus on. So as you can see here, a positive test on the on December 16th would have come too late for the Tennis Australia exemption process deadline exactly. as described to players. According to Tennis Australia documents, the deadline for applying for an exemption had been nearly a week earlier, no later than the 10th of December. And you can see that highlighted at the bottom there in black. Um, yeah. However, why was it still given? It's like... It's like uh, Tennis Australia were doing whatever they can, <laughs> trying to jump through any kind of loophole possible to ensure Djokovic got there. Yeah. And then as soon as he got there, they slammed the door shut anyway and made, made a mockery of him. It's it, the, the plot thickens, I think is all the we can say. Thicken. <laughs> uh, listen, this court case is going to be fascinating, to say the least, because I've got to the point now where I'm not sure what's going on. And I'm sure it's a lot of people listening aren't confusing. sure exactly what's going out going on but something i can read which has been very good at covering everything so far with this whole saga is the age um i don't know if yeah. you know much about the age but they're pretty good and you have a lot of sort of respected journalists in uh, australia posting uh here and yep. i'm just going to read this out so in a federal circuit court document uh, released on saturday evening which was morning for us the serbian yep. tennis stars lawyers claimed he re- he received the correspondence from the Department of Home Affairs on January the 1st. The letter stated Djokovic's uh, Australia travel declaration had been assessed and his responses indicated that he met the requirements for quarantine-free arrival into Australia where permitted by the jurisdiction on of, of arrival, mm. um, of his arrival. I think they missed out yeah. his. Yeah, Which yeah. would mean if they're able to provide that, it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, it just doesn't. It doesn't all add up. It doesn't some... add up. If he's got this, I think he's going to win the case. I really do. But then there's people I'm, like. But listen, the more I read yeah, yeah. and the more I hear from, people, I know. I can't understand how he's going to lose this case. Let us know in the live chat. What does people think in the live chat? Do they think he's going to be deported? Do they think he's going to be that long word? What Vance said. Is he going <laughs> to just be completely? Is it going to just be case solved, done, apologies, we've made a big mess up, they're going to get sued for loads of money and Djokovic is going to play? What's going to happen? 
I'm really well, interested. We will run a poll as well. Yeah. After this podcast, we'll run a poll on the community to see what you guys think. I just wanted to get a general consensus now. Um, we've got Liam saying he will play. Well, there's part of me that... Um, we've got Jack what... saying he will get in. Patrick, he has no case. I don't know. Interesting. It's interesting to see. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised no. if he plays and he, he wins his case. Well, that's what I was thinking. Between these two things, though, they're... We're, we're dealing with i know there's been all this talk of federal government and we've been talking that like, they're, they're sort of like overstepping like uh, or saying like stamping their authority uh over wasn't it the state uh who are being governed and they get the state gave their uh exemption and they said oh yeah it's okay with us but then wasn't it the federal government that said hang on we yeah, we have the, the last government we have the but last they, say. they had the final say which is fair enough and that's different. It's a complete different entity. And whatever they say is ultimately final. But and it seems like they I've... have, they've just pulled the axe down and said, no. And I th- think that's what we're going to have. This is what this court case is going to be about. It's going to be about. And unfortunately, even though we've got this horrible scenario where Djokovic tested positive and then went and saw people on the next two days yeah. after he had tested positive, that doesn't play a part in this court case. That is that is completely irrelevant. I don't irrelevant. think it will either. All no, it no, has done is is just not good optics for Djokovic. No, it's, it's just not bad character. People are talking about reference. him and thinking that's not very good. Like I'm always going to remember he did that if that is the case. But we the thing is he can get away with it because he can cover up saying I didn't get my result. Forty eight hours. I still think yeah. it's irresponsible of him going out. Regardless, I just yep. want to give a shout out to Victor here for the super Cheers, chat. Victor. Appreciate that, mate. And we've got Jamie as well. Thanks for the super chat. And I think Djokovic will play, but when he gets on court, couldn't it be chaos? On court invasion, uh, could Mm -hmm. he be his safety in danger? Yeah, listen, if he is to play, it will be, I don't know. I I don't think it'll be something we've never seen. He's not someone who gets great receptions anyway in Australia. He doesn't get receptions, good receptions in a lot of courts around the world. Right now, if he is to play, there's going to be a lot of angry Australians who... I don't know. I don't think they're going to take nicely to it at all. I don't think they are either. But that's what I think. It could sort of boil onto the court. I don't know. That's what I think the federal government are trying to avoid. I think that's what the the Scott Morrison, isn't it? Who's the one in charge? He's the one who's calling the shots, really. I think he's going to be going for Djokovic being deported. That's obviously his aim by the looks of it. And Djokovic, he has sort of the chips in his favour. With with all of this evidence, uh, from what we've seen of the evidence, but it's up to the the government in Australia can still try and slam the door shut in his face. If that if they try their best, they might still be able to do it, and that's the thing that we're going to see in this court case. It's going to be strict government rules trying to crack down on him not coming in. A uh, Djokovic trying to prove. He was told he can come in, and that is they're going to be two. It's going to be very interesting to see the arguments that are put uh, forward for well, each side. I'm going to tell you a bit of Djokovic's argument because we've had a bit of an insight from the department here saying so. In his, in his interview with the department, Djokovic claimed, You, the department, led me to believe on the same information I am giving you now that I was authorized to enter Australia quarantine free. Uh, he will also argue the decision goes against the most recent advice from expert group ATAGI and failed to consider extenuating circumstances beyond Mr. Djokovic's control. 
Djokovic, Djokovic claims ATAGI's exemption guidance clearly identifies a COVID-19 infection as a valid exemption to postpone vaccination for six months. Yeah. Uh, he's and, got uh, he's got some good grounds here. This is all stuff which he he has. Um, did you see on I, the uh, I website? Feel like, I, I feel like there's something which is happening which we're not told yet. Did you I see? Think, uh, I'm sorry. Did you see? Let on me just the... finish this quickly. Go sorry, on, before you say that. I think I think the state yeah of Australia have something up their sleeve. They're not telling anyone, and they're not let, letting anyone know about, and they're saving it for the case, and they're going to use it as their sort of trump card. And it's going to just basically allow them to maybe get not just just to because everyone's every, based off what I'm seeing right now. I think Djokovic is going to win the case. I think he's going to play the Australian Open. I feel like they've got something up their sleeve to stop that. But I th- they're not this stupid, is, are they? But, but this is where, like uh, like Vance was saying, that, and from this Australian lawyer, their their target, Djokovic's lawyers in this, is to just allow him to be able to play. While the case continues, it's not like there's so that he's he's followed all of the rules so that they can allow him in for now, and then we'll sort the rest out. Like it's a very very there's a lot of grey area, but lawyers are very very clever in how they work cases, and I wouldn't be surprised if that type of thing did happen here. That this case sort of not gets brushed aside, but. It's not going to be the thing that people are thinking about come the French Open and that type of thing. It's it's going to be sort of in the background if it's still going on then, isn't it? Yeah. But, but I was going to say there was a thing on the website, wasn't it? I, I think it was either Vance or Gene popped it in the uh, Discord. And there was it was giving that exact thing that is still on their website saying that if you, you can get into Australia based upon exemption, if you have had COVID within the last six months. So it's on their, it's on their yeah, okay, travel. What about this thing though? I don't understand this whole tennis Australia term of 10th of December, but I guess it doesn't mean anything because they authorized it anyway. Is this like transfer deadline day when they put the facts in after? No, like, why uh... is this here? Does anyone know why this is, why it says the 10th of December here? But yet they, Craig uh, Tiley, then said, "Oh, sod it, we're allowed. You're allowed in anyway. Seems Not like we're going to give you the exemption." Did what? I, did what he wants? By the sounds of it, doesn't Didn't doesn't he... add up to me. Uh, let's move down because I think there might be more on this thread. Oh, I'll keep going down. Yeah. So yeah, so... this is just more poor optics. Doesn't really relate to the case, but it's still. If he good. was, if he did know he was positive, this is extremely selfish from him, and I have no time. I don't think even the most sincere Djokovic fans can defend him. If he was, if he, if he generally was positive at the time and he's continuing as normal, it's a bit of a self, um, no, not. no regard for other people. Not a good look at all. Yeah, you'd really hope not because it just doesn't, it doesn't paint a very pretty picture. I mean, see how many children and stuff that he was having photos. It's just, it's just the Adria tour all over again. That's all it reminded me of. I remember there was hundreds there, wasn't there? And yeah. this is, we're going down the same road again, unfortunately. And it's just the same man, the same figurehead at the middle of the picture. Sadly. Uh, yeah. Continue going down. Uh, this one's yeah. Rothenberg just saying. That's just more of the same what yeah. we just spoke about. Should we move to another tweet? Or oh, this was the one. That's the one Djokovic actually posted himself. So that's yeah. posting it yourself. And there's no masks or anything still in any of the pictures. So I don't know. There's still, is that disregard? for It seems like there's, but then isn't there like a lower, I think there is a low, like a 
a lower vaccination rate in these nations anyway. Like this is what John was saying on the part on the previous one. I think in UK and most of Europe's about seventy percent or seventy five percent, and in Serbia and other countries it's much lower. Like it's like fifty percent or something. Maybe I don't know. Maybe less. I don't know the facts. Don't hold me to actual statistics, please. Oh, what's that noise, man? It's the fire alarm. Apologies. Oh, do you want to mute it? That's very yeah. noisy. Yeah, cheers for that. Anyway, I'll go on. It's JG all gone now anyway. It's not actually me. It's just his block. It happens every now oh, and okay. then. I was going to say, it's um, not like someone burning something no, in the no, kitchen. No, it's all good. I'm still all right. But Patrick here saying, the government did send two letters telling Tennis Australia that a positive COVID test is not enough to get in. That counters everything you have said from the lawyers. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, that is a point as well. But the reason that this, I still think Djokovic is in the clear is because he was still given the go-ahead and he was still given an exemption but is to come that, over here. But is I, that think that's a, I think that's going to be enough. But is it enough? Because, because that's trying, not his fault then, is it? They're and, trying to then, separate. Then the blame will be on Tennis Australia. But there may be... Yeah, but they're trying to separate and they're trying to say that isn't... We didn't say that. Like they're trying to say, like that Greg Hunt letter, he's, he, he's distanced himself from that. He's like, no, I have my stance. Whatever they said, that that wasn't our opinion on the matter. I told you yeah. our opinion on the matter, and they're going to probably try and push that agenda when we get to the court case that we never told Craig Tiley at any point he could come in, and that will be the agenda. And then there'll probably be another. It probably who's going to be taking the stand? That's what I want to know. Are we going to get got, to see Craig Tiley speak? <laughs> well, hopefully. Uh, we've got Nicola here saying he did PCR test or even blood test. That is what people are doing in Serbia. And test takes more than 24 hours to get results. That's yeah. fine. If it's 24 okay. hours, what's he doing on the 18th then? Yeah, but well, the 18th, he was still at the another 18th event. Is, he's, he's still going. Do you know what I mean? He's just... <laughs> you'd think he'd develop some symptoms as well. Unless he was completely asymptomatic. We don't know possible. that, of course. Very but he possible. did take part in a photo shoot for Lequip, champion of champions on, on the 18th, two days after his legal team said he took a PCR test that they'd then eventually come back positive. So yet did, again, it is leading to the fact that maybe he did know. Did, do you think that the, when they get to a courtroom or a court hearing, this type of thing will be actually taken into consideration by a judge? Like, look up on, like how you see well how he sees if if he thought Djokovic had knowledge of being testing positive and how he was acting uh around the days after he he had contracted the virus because if he takes that into consideration that's just going to help the government's case yeah like massively but shall i move on to another yeah let's move on Anyway, this one is from Chris Goldsmith saying most people isolate when they t- when they test positive for COVID or wait or awaiting test results. Not Novak, masks off, party time. Well, I don't think it was <laughs> strictly party time, but he was masks off and he was at an event, and and that is that can't be argued really. Uh, and he wants Australia to let him in their country with an exemption. Pretty reckless, if I was him, I would leave now back to Belgrade. Well. I don't know if we can really expand on that much more. That's just a no. big statement, to be honest. So yeah. I think we've been through that one. That's Ben Rothenberg. That one was just a, a link. That, yeah. 
Yeah, we can post that in the uh, description if anyone wants to uh, have a look at those it's, papers. It's 35 so. pages long, and that's the court papers that have now been published by the federal court on the federal court website. Mm. Um, we're not going to go through that. It is very boring, but you can have a look at it in your own in your own time for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, this one, obviously, just the fans outside of the front of the, the hotel. Let's just have a look at that. There's no sound for that, so I have to do it a different way if you want to see, hear some sound. But you can see all of them. There's quite a number of them as well out there uh, showing some support for Novak Djokovic. I wonder what yeah. he's got. Oh, there's a Greek flag in there as well. Is that Sissipas? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, you can see... Uh, what's been going on out there. Okay. Yeah, but I think that's interesting you pull up the Greek flag because it's not really just Serbians pulling together now. I feel like there's a lot of people. It's a political It's a political movement. Oh, yeah. This is not about Serbia. This is not no. about Novak Djokovic anymore. It has become very much about people who are vaccinated and who aren't vaccinated. It's creating a lot more division. And it does feel a little bit like they allowed this exemption. They got him all the way there. They realised the public back, backlash to it in Australia. Yep. And they thought, you know what, we can't allow him in. He's unvaccinated. I know we've said so much. We've allowed it to get this far. But no, it's not going to happen. We can use our authority here and stamp down the law and make up a few little lines here and there. Because ultimately, whatever says, whatever they say goes, it's their border. <clears throat> they have full yeah. control of their border. Who comes in, who, who leaves? So because of that, they've sort of used their authority and made him a bit of a political tool. And yeah, it's not. If that is the case, then it's really, really terrible and not a good look for Australia. And I think a lot of people are going to be very angry at Australia forever. And that will make me think that Djokovic won't ever go back there again if it is the case. I think something well that really needs to be addressed uh, in the future when you have your rules uh, and your rules for entering a country. How about you make them a little bit? smarter a little bit clearer and everybody can actually follow them and stop these gray areas i mean I'm... i think they were no listen they were pretty clear if they, they were, were clear... pretty clear at the start the, the rules was this this is what i always knew it was you have to be vaccinated to enter australia that's what we've been known for months we knew that was the case yeah recently then tennis australia started trying to go oh the thing is we know that certain players aren't going to be able to get there just through this vaccine uh, are we able to get a few exemptions through? Are we able to have, if they've done this, have they done that? And that's where all the issues started. Exemptions should be for severe cases only. They shouldn't be if you've tested positive. I know scientifically it's a very good reason, but it just creates too much, um, too many issues. It's too hard to prove. And all it does is creates division and arguments. Best thing to do is keep one rule for everyone and keep it fair so everyone knows where to play. If Djokovic really wanted to play, he would have been vaccinated. He didn't want to be vaccinated, so he couldn't go. And that's it. Well, I saw a video earlier on, and Nigel Farage was sort of coming out in support of Novak Djokovic as well, just sort of to speak for the other side. Obviously, we know how uh, Farage uh, and his sort of stance on things from the UK. He said he speaks to Djokovic's family quite regularly, and uh, he's sending his support. He He's of the mind, Nigel Farage. Uh, he, he's sort of He's definitely on his side, that's for sure. And he's saying how crazy it is that he's being locked up and what Australia have done to their people is uh, horrendous. He's on that sort of side of things. And he said all, all of this for something 
I think this is I'm thinking I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but all of this for something trying to get him vaccinated against a virus which you can still transfer when you are still vaccinated. So that's his. Uh, are you talking about Nigel? Yeah, Nigel. That's what uh, he's pretty much listen, said. Let's move yeah. on from him. I don't want to talk about him at all. <laughs> so that's uh, that's what he said. <laughs> I've got a few, few good tweets here. Um, this is another one in defence of Djokovic. I think this next one because he's got. Is this, right. He can use this to his favour definitely in the courtroom. Uh, the rule was clear in the start, but the border control blunder with letting the exempted players in before Novak arrived made it unclear. Very. So how did that happen then? Why was the Czech player let in before Novak Djokovic got there when they're under the same conditions. That can't look good for them at all. Terrible. How, how, uh, how did they make that mistake? They didn't make. They didn't make the mistake with Djokovic, did they? What did you do? I'm just pretty slip sure it's in. because of who it is. He's like, oh, just sliding in. Oh, that, no, oh. this, that, that's shocking. I agree. That's a really good point, Vanch, Actually, and yeah. that is another reason which I think Djokovic has a really strong case Positive. to put forward in, in court. We've got Serjan saying, I've heard his brother today in an interview, and he said that there's a possibility that even if Novak wins in court, maybe he's not going to play this year. Wow. Um, listen, I've said it as well. I've, I've already wrote a tweet out. I don't think he's going to be back in Australia. I think he's going to be, even if he's able to win this court, uh, win this appeal, maybe he'll play this year. It's up in the air. I, I don't know. I really don't. I think he's going to have a real chip on his shoulder about Australia. Huge. And rightfully so. Rightfully so with a lot of it. Um, he's not helped himself along the way in some regards, that, that to be sure. But he's not going to forgive Australia easy. He's a man of principle, Novak Djokovic. That's why he's not taking the vaccine at the end of the day. He's always stood with what he believes in. And I have respect for him for that. He, st- he stands up for what he believes in. And he's very strong-minded, which is yeah. great. And I think he's not going to want to be back in Australia. And he won't forgive these Australians very easily. They'd have to literally get have on to their knees. Yeah, yeah, get on your knees. He would say, Tylee, on your knee." Well, if Tylee's still there, he'd probably be gone. Uh, you've got to remember, this is the nine-time champion of the Australian Open. Yeah. This isn't just anyone. The king. You've got the king of clay in a Roland Garros. This is the king of uh, Rod Laver Arena down under. This is... He's, he's King Don down there. I mean, there's, there's no one bigger than Novak Djokovic in Australia. So to do this to him, is it? An, are they making an example of him? Is it political? It For me, they've messed up so badly and they've probably done it to one of the worst people you can do it to because there's no chance that Djokovic is just going to forgive and forget, I don't think. I think Djokovic, he's going to hold a, a bit of a grudge here. They're going to have to... They're gonna to have to move like the what do they call it? They have to move the sun and the earth to uh move to make mountains. him. Yeah, they're, they're gonna to have to literally do something incredible to to make sure that he is compensated uh, for this. I mean, I don't know what they could do though. That's the thing. It's, his name is literally being dragged through the mud right now, uh, and through sort of no fault of his own. I mean, you could say yeah because he didn't get vaccinated this is his fault, but. He, I, I still stand by the fact he wouldn't have travelled if they didn't say. And that's, he's just travelled like based upon an, a, being told, yeah, when you get here, you can just walk through the border control, uh, and it'll be okay. It's like I know this is a terrible uh, uh, comparison. It's like the drug mule. There you go. I'll just strap this cocaine to you. Don't worry. When you get to the other side, we've paid the border force off. They'll let you through. Guess what? When they get to the other side, boom. No, 
there wasn't any uh, arrangement. It was all just a lie. And they just put you in the slammer and uh, forget about you. But unfortunately, it's not going to be that easy for, with Novak Djokovic. He's got mass amounts of money, mass amounts of uh, legal team, and he's going to be fighting this all the way to the end to try and, if not just win the case, maybe come to the Australian Open as well. Yeah, exactly that. Let's move on to another tweet. Uh, apologies, I was just having a little look on That's some right. of the latest because there's always new things yeah. happening all the time. <laughs> the thing what I find fascinating was the whole story about when he got there. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, when he sort of arrived and touched down after 25 hours he was on the plane. Man, I know we were talking. It's a long time, isn't it? Yeah, um, over a day. It's just. Crazy. I'm glad he wasn't... Um, What's his name? Mr. Morrison was saying he's going to be on a plane. First one back. I'm glad that's not the case because that's pretty cruel. 25 hours and to get back on one yeah. straight away. That was never <laughs> going to happen. But I think it was just a term of phrase. Uh, I just want to sort of bring up because it was fascinating how he was kind of rushed. So you got here Djokovic, who landed in Melbourne after a 24 hour journey from Europe, was asked if he could provide any further explanation on his circumstances. And he then requested... So he then, after being asked that, he's requested to have until 8 a.m. The reason it took so long, why he was at the airport for so long, was because of him. He said, give me time. He wanted to 8 a.m. to provide it so he could talk to his advisors and figure it out, which is fair enough. He wanted some time yeah. to talk to his team, to get the picture together. He knows the repercussions. He knows how strict the Australian government are. He wanted to get all of his facts together and all the documents. Uh, the documents claim... Uh, that Border Force officials said, that's absolutely fine. They agree. I've spoken with my supervisor and they're more than happy to allow you to have some rest, which is nice of them, which is understandable. Another conversation was then held at 6am. He claimed where he was told he could rest until 8.30. And what do they say here? He was, the document state, he told border officials he wanted legal advice from his representatives who were currently sleeping and difficult to get hold of at this early hour. So he's asking for more time here yeah. uh, because his team is sleeping, which you'd understand as well. However, mm-hmm. in, if, in, on the severity of this, you not think that the team <laughs> just wake up, even if it's the middle of the night? <laughs> Why are they sleeping for? Like, come on. Is it, is, must is it be... quite a big, it's quite a big thing. Do you know what I mean? I'm it's sure they get like... paid well enough. It's not like me or you going over there and then just be like, uh, excuse me, oh no, the offices are closed. He must have someone on standby, surely, that could just literally, at the one call, where he's like, I'm paying you enough money to just answer a call at 3am or something. Yeah, and all of this is they're they're forcing him to cancel his visa, um, Mm. which was then happened. They said the sooner they make a decision, the better. Um, because the Den Djokovic's lawyers will be able to lodge the appeal once the visa was cancelled. Uh, eventually, I'm not going to go into all of it, but the top and bottom of it, he told officers he wanted to wait until 8.30, as previously arranged, but claims a supervisor told him he had already said he had nothing further to add. The documents claim that Djokovic convinced authorities were going to revoke his entry to Australia, relented, and his visa was cancelled at 7.42am. So he was kind of pressured into doing this. It sounds like it. it. Yeah, it was. It wasn't nice. I can imagine being a fly on the wall at this airport would be pretty interesting viewing. Yeah. Oh, I got, the footage of that would probably make millions. It's literally crazy. I can't believe that somebody this high profile has been stuck in a situation like this, stuck in a. 
well, I've seen it in movies. I've seen it in like Banged Up Abroad. I've seen it in all these programs and I watch these and I'm like, God, imagine being one of those people just being taken to that room and just being yeah. interrogated and all of that stuff. It looks horrible. And then you never expect it to happen to someone like him. But here we are. And I, I'm, he's surely going to give us his take on what it was like eventually. And yeah. I'm sure we we're going to hear it's probably going to be a horrible tale, yeah. uh, especially the hotel stuff as well. Like I know that that's the, probably the well, next bit. Let's talk about that then. That's a good bit to talk about. I don't know if you've got any tweets about uh, the immigration, sort of other individuals who are going through it. I know I did send one a long time yesterday, but if you can find it, that's great. Have a look. I don't know if you're talking, but while you're doing that, I will just explain what's happened with Djokovic. So sure. people concerned about his welfare there. Um, I would. I want to add before I say any of this, I would. I'm not that concerned at all. Because he's a human being and there's other humans who have been in the same conditions which Definitely. aren't spoken about at all. No one cares about them. Uh, and I'm sure they're going through a lot worse. Let's put it that way. Because it's done behind closed doors. No one gets to know. And I think we need to have a real big examination on the way immigrants are kept in Australia um, who are being detained. Let's be honest. Sort of imprisoned. Let's talk yeah. about it. You've got here, went to the Park Hotel for a little while. Novak Djokovic's location where people continue to prote- protest for the freedom of the dozens of refugees detained inside. Um, it's it's shocking. It really is. It's bad. I'll let you read that. There's 30 children locked inside here and tortured for 3,092 days. Immigration approved. Yeah. Listen, wow. I want to talk about the other people. And if anything we can get from this... Let's raise the profile of that and let's do something to change it. And I'm sure Novak Most Djokovic, definitely. as a man, he's always been someone to help other people. Yes. Hopefully, having someone of such a high status going through this, he's able to sort of uh, put eyes on this and we can make a change. But there has been will. a small victory. I don't know if you've noticed this for Djokovic. Uh, he's now been given gluten-free food, a laptop, yes. a SIM card and exercise equipment while in detention according to Serbian Prime Minister. So, do I feel sorry for him? Not not that much, just be honest. He had to endure not nice conditions. It's not been great. And there's a lot of things I feel like he's been really, um, he's had to go through, which isn't fair. And I understand that. But there's people going through a lot worse. I'm sure they've not been given a laptop and gluten-free food. That's for sure. No, I bet that they're in, he's probably in the best of the worst hotel, the best room of the worst hotel, at least. Um I'm just going to look back to see if there's any more about... Uh, no. Is that the only one? That you yeah, that's ever... fine. We can continue okay. with the other streets. But I thought that was, a, that was quite interesting nah, to talk really... about because it's a, it's a very important issue and one I'm quite passionate about, as you can tell. I think that I he is a there man... Pra- Sorry, I've got a tweet here from Go Prabesh that's quite good as well. Go on then. Um, just lost it now. There we go. Irrespective of this right. ordeal, the refugee detention exposure has been a positive, 100%. I think um, that he is a man of... And I think like, he's going to help it as well. Causes, yeah. yeah. I think that after this, that might be the thing that he comes out with with the most positive light because I know Djokovic, he obviously has foundations. He has he does a lot for charity. He is a very, very... gives a lot back. So this type of thing, he may, even if he doesn't want to go to Australia again himself, he might fight for some rights for some other people who asked who have had well he now knows who've been suffering yeah. in such poor conditions which like you said can only be a positive that we yeah. now 
Like, because did you ever hear about that before? I, I didn't um, know about it. I, I, no. I, I, it, it. Literally, there was someone who's been in there for eight years. Is that That's right? I mean, it's, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I've heard about another thing. I mean, I know Australia are super strict with their immigration, and there is an island, I believe, off. Uh, it's just off of Australia, which is a small island, that if anybody tries to illegally get into the country, they send all of the people to that island. And it is like, and I'm being slightly dramatic, but I was watching a documentary and they said it's like a concentration camp. It's that bad, like the conditions in that place. So this is like not the first time that this type of thing has happened in Australia. And I have been aware of that one, but I didn't realize it was happening within their own actual borders as well. So not good. Very not good. Not good on them. Like it doesn't look good on the Australian uh, government at all. Like human rights issues, uh, a very, very big thing. Yeah. Sarah, there, sort of weighing in saying what's happening to the refugee detention is horrible. This is our generation and we should all help. Small things make big changes. I feel like even us, we're not the yeah. biggest podcast in the world, but just bringing light to it and talking about it will, is a positive because more people can, if we can reach a few thousand people, that is yeah. an amazing thing we can do. We're not the most educated on the issue, uh, but we're trying our best. And uh, listen, you can do your own research in your own time. If you can help in any way, um, do so. I'm definitely going to look into it myself and see what can be done because something definitely needs to. It's not fair. We're in 2022 now. And, um, yeah, I, I just don't, I don't like it. No, nobody, nobody should like it either. No, they shouldn't. Right, let's move on to this next part. Uh, obviously, we had it up on the screen a minute ago, but it, it's a sort of a bit of a joke, really. I don't know. This one, I'm quite, I'm quite shocked this is even the case. And it says... Yeah. Great spot from Tennis Axe. Novak Djokovic's lawyer is spelling his name wrong on the application form for his appeal. Uh, well, Novak... So far, we know this. They wouldn't wake up, <laughs> the team. They slept through when he's being detained in Australia and being deported. The most important thing they need him Hello? for. And then all of a sudden, so they, what's wrong with them? And they can't even spell his name. What's going on? I have no idea what's going on here. But look, if you take a look down at this document, they've underlined oh, it. Look at Novak. That. Djokovic, uh, he is now known as, apparently. I'm hoping this isn't uh, done on purpose to try and uh, get some sort of, I don't know, with legal documentation. When there's the mis- lawyers have been bad. You've yeah, got So you've got the sleeping thing, you've got this, and then on top of it, another one I've got, I, I just needed to find it. The lawyers were the people, you've got to remember, I know it's in the title, they are the ones that released the news about his December 16th positive test result. <laughs> what are they doing? They're that just the, sabotaging I think, that is, I think that is the worst decision out of everything because Sabotage. that looks terrible for him. I'm not sure if it's going to have a big impact on the whole exemption thing, if I'm no, honest. I don't think so. Um, if anything, it just proves the fact that he did have COVID, which is means he's then eligible for the exemption, I guess. But you just don't do that because Djokovic moved around. I wonder if he knows that. Well, of course he knows they've done it now. I wonder if he okayed that with the with the lawyers, or they just did it. They released it without him actually giving the final go ahead. Because he can't be pleased with all the the uh, posts he did and the equip one he did. There was a full photo shoot. I don't know if you've seen that. 
I didn't um, see the actual shoot. I knew. Let of me the... see. If, I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up just while you're talking. I was going to say, like, uh, unfortunately, you can see the names on the this screen. Was the 18th. You can see the names on the screen as well. The law firm Hall and Wilcox lawyers and the na- email address, which is terrible that they posted that because this poor girl uh, or lady, Natalie Bannister, she's probably going to be getting some uh, choice emails. I'm sure now from Novak fans or yeah. like, well, what are you doing to him? Like you're sabotaging the guy. You're supposed to be there, the one helping him. I don't know what's happened there, but it's got something. Someone's got to answer to somebody there. And Novak's going to be fuming. Imagine if he's seeing this right now. Imagine if he sees that. Like, well, oh yeah, my lawyers. Don't worry, they got it sorted. They, they, they'll get me out. Do you trust them going into court for you? I think I'll get another lawyers firm. I think. <laughs> so, so who are you representing here today? Oh, I'm here for. Uh, no, no Jack, no Jack Joker Nix. Is that his name? <laughs> no. They'll probably be asleep on the desk. They won't even. You, but no about Djokovic's lawyers. Can you please talk? <laughs> Let me just try and ring him. Oh, his mobile phone's just going off. What's going on? No, it's it's silly, absolute man. shambles. I've just sent oh. you the photo as well. So this is another big, this is the biggest mistake the lawyers made. All right, let me just um, bring I'll let you pull so it probably. up. Because it doesn't really get worse than this. Why would you do this when you're trying to help your man through these bad oh times? God, no. This, I've seen it. Oh, dear. Terrible. It's just not good. I'll right. let you read Oops. it out. Apologies. Yeah. French newspaper L'Equipe reveals that Novak Djokovic posed without a mask during the presentation of the Champion of Champions 2021 trophy on the December the 18th, uh, two days after allegedly testing positive for COVID, according to his lawyers. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Thanks. The lawyers in there again. So just want to make sure who told you this. It was the lawyers. <laughs> it wasn't any There we go. Lawyers. We've got a little photo of it as well. And there here's go. the photo. There he is. There <laughs> Happy as Larry. There he is. Loving positive life. Positive from COVID. Loving life. Is that a green screen or just a white background? Yeah, just a bright white background by the looks of it. Grabbing the trophy. Big fist pump saying, I got the best lawyers in the world. That's probably what he was shouting before that was (laughs) taken. (laughs) Don't know what is going on, but I'm sure he is not doing that fist pump right now when he knows what the lawyers uh, have been up to. Hopefully he's got someone different for the actual case because i can't i can't sit and watch a a court case if there's bungling lawyers wrecking his chances of getting in there and for a fair uh, court case yeah pretty good summary here pretty much a lot of things we've said contracting COVID 19 in the past six months is not among federal criteria for entering australia what more do you want to know even if tennis australia misled Djokovic, there's no argument for his entry well he still was given the, the green light from the Victorian government that he's able yeah. to go. So that should be enough for him to then really think, oh, you know what, I can go. But then if he, he didn't, I don't know. He should have he should have had, should have been advised better from his team the fact that that's not enough. And it's all <laughs> on his Australia letterhead. <laughs> and it's not. But the lawyers, are, I don't know where they've been. They're no good. Just they were the them. ones who were advising him. That's the problem, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Like, get rid you, of you're... Craig. Get rid of Djokovic's lawyers. Djokovic... <laughs> I don't know what he needs to do. Who's, who's, who's given him these 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 lawyers? I want to know. It was Rafa and Roger. They, like, do you have any lawyers from Australia that you, I could uh, call upon? They're like, oh, yeah, these are a great firm. I'll just send you it. I'll text them over. I said this on the last one, yeah. I, I think they just thought, we're going to get him there. They're not going to turn him away. 
Craig's thinking, we'll get him there, right. we'll get him all the way there. We'll sneak him through the back door. They're not gonna they're not gonna have the bottle to she got in. Look, she got in. The other one got in. They've seen that. They're like, all right, that, that's a positive. She's already playing tennis in Australia. They're yeah. not gonna they've let her in. You think they'd make an example of someone who people aren't going to talk about? Because if she got deported, would it have been a really big story? Probably nah, not. Nah. Because it's Djokovic, everyone's talking about it. They think, oh, they'll sneak him in as well. Wasn't to be. They they put they put the hammer down and people can say they've used him as a sort of a political pawn in a game. Whatever way you want to dress it up, they've made an example of him. And this is the situation we find ourselves the next Lost. big thing we well. can really go to is court now. I don't know what more we can say. I feel like we've gone round in about 100 circles, this podcast, because it is so confusing. And that's how we feel. This is our thoughts. Um, well, I was going to say... The yeah, next thing we yeah. need to do is the, is the case. We're going to be covering the case, aren't we, Ben? That's exactly why I said that. The article from The Age as well, they end it quite nicely. Uh, I think it's quite a fitting end to the article. And it just says, unfortunately, he will stay at the hotel until the final decision. but. We have succeeded in one thing, she said. Now, everything rests with the court. Whether he can be allowed into Australia or not, the court is reviewing the medical documents. And that is yeah. how they've left it. So, I don't know what more we can say, JG. What more can we say on the matter? No, nothing. I think we wrap it up there. Um, last yeah. one I wanted to bring up was Vasek Pospisil's most recent tweet. I have sent it to you. Did you send it but to me? He's talking oh. about something that's very important as well. That's the silence from the ATP tour. Um, yeah. Not said anything. The Australian Nothing. Open, not really said anything. I think we saw some quotes from Craig today, and he's feeling quite upbeat about the whole situation. Um, I sent that to you earlier, but I'll just I'll just talk about that while you talk about this. Yeah. I mean, Vasek's uh, here saying the silence from the ATP tour on the Australian Open and Novak Djokovic and other players is deafening. Uh, obviously, he's uh, tagging in there uh, the players, uh, the players for the players council uh, that he leads with Novak. Uh, he's saying, regardless of your view on the situation in Australia with Novak and the other players, notice how the ATP is silent. Not even a simple statement after four days. They've already shown repeatedly that they do not care about the players. And now they're also showing a complete lack of leadership when faced with real issues. And that's not the first time either, is it, JG? The Pong Shui thing, terrible statements came out. Just nothing. Just like, It was yeah, like a one statement. I do agree with what he's saying. I'm not completely against... Uh, I don't agree completely with what he's saying. And I'm not sure about his body, how effective they're going to be either from what I've seen. Uh, the one thing I do agree with is the fact that I think we need one uniform body in tennis and one direction everyone's yeah. pulling towards, including the women's tennis, the men's tennis, everything. It would just make things a lot more clearer. And I don't think we'd even have issues like this. Uh, no. but in 2022, let's be honest, I don't think we've ever been as divided as, as we have been right now in tennis. In the world as well. I mean, that's in just the world the... as well. Well, that's a separate thing. But talking about just the tennis, it doesn't get much more divided than right now. No, it really doesn't. And this is just uh, making everybody pick a side. And I'm surprised there hasn't been more people speak out. Players seem to be scared to say anything right now. And what what are the repercussions going to be if they do speak out against or in for in favor? Yeah, but I, I still think the ATP. The one thing I really agree with Vasek Pospisil here is they don't need they need to just come out and say something 
Yeah, there's nothing. It, there's, it doesn't really zero. matter which side they take or what they think. They need to be a body which cares about their players. This is the world number one on the ATP tour, and they've not said anything about him. That's damning. That really is. Does that mean that they don't care about Novak Djokovic? Well, uh, I don't if think he was care to about a... anyone, to be honest, by the, by the looks of them. By the looks of it, if you don't care about your number one, the guy who probably is earning you the most money, uh, let's be fair, <laughs> over the past few years, the one who's been winning all of the Grand Slams, pretty much, and putting all the bums on the seats and getting you your fat checks, suddenly when he's in trouble, guess what? Nothing. Yeah. Eerily so. silent. Not a good look for the ATP. Uh, do do better. Do better. 2022, and you're still not a very good body, which represent the players that well. So I can understand why there is new bodies coming about. Um, yeah. So let's see what happens with that. I think we're going to wrap it up. We've been speaking for a long time. That's sort of our overview. Next step is going to be tomorrow night. We're going to be covering the case. Make sure to join us for that. We're going to be giving our reactions as it happens. We're going to do our best to maybe show you some of the case as well uh, because it's always going to be streamed live. So, yeah. uh, see you guys then. Anything left to say, Ben? Uh, yeah, I think we'll, we should probably just keep pushing it. There's a, a giveaway we're doing all the way. It's running through uh, until the 31st of January. And this is for two tickets at Roland Garros. And they, they're they two tickets for four days at Roland Garros. Yeah. So that should be emphasised. And make sure you enter this giveaway. JG is going to hit the button to show you all how to enter it. Yeah, just before I enter it, another thing we do know is most likely we will be seeing Novak Djokovic at Roland Garros. Uh, I've seen some things coming out that they are going to allow him in. So that is positive. If you're a Djokovic fan, make sure you enter because it might be the next slam you see your man play. This time we're bringing you a giveaway, Roland Garros 2022. We have two grand public tickets going on offer and you can be part of it. Make sure you are subscribed to Game to Love. And secondly, follow the link to find out all of the ways you can enter. They include following us on Spotify, following on Twitter, joining the Patreon. That's another one where you get a few entries. Four days at Roland Garros. That could be the final, the semi-final, the quarter-final. To clarify, that is two tickets for four days at Roland Garros, seeing the very best tennis talent. Yeah, so make sure that you get your entries in by the 31st of January 2022. And good luck. May the best man or woman win. And hopefully we get to see you out in Paris very soon. Just like that, JG. Just like that. Yeah, we'll be seeing a few lucky winners there in Paris. Make sure you enter. Um, Last thing I want to say is welcome to all the new subscribers. Great to have so many new subscribers recently. We're going to be covering more matches than ever. We've got the Australian Open coming up. We'll be covering a lot of that. We've got draw previews, so many things. So if you haven't subscribed already, hit the subscribe button. Like this video as well. And I want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'm very, very thankful to all of the nice comments we've received these last few days. It means the world to us. We read all of them. Uh, Keep commenting. Keep loving us, guys. And we're going to continue to spread the love and hopefully a little bit more positivity around tennis and bring the sport together in the times when everything is split. That's it, mate. No better way to end it. See you in the morning for 
Rafael Nadal versus Maxime Cressy. Yeah. See you then. See you then. Sports Social Podcast Network.